From my dining table or my living room couch, and sometimes even my bedroom, this is Soon to Be Esquire, the podcast. I'm your host, Madison Tory. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Soon to Be Esquire. I'm extremely excited about this episode because I have some two amazing women on this week's podcast episode. I have talked about them actually a bit in season one of the podcast about my time at Dillard and about different um, students there who inspired me and really were just incredibly driven. Um, And so I'm really honored that they're on this episode's podcast, uh, also as the season finale Um, before we start again next year. It's going to be such a great episode. This is part two of Soon to Be Friends. So we're going to talk about friendships. We're going to talk about more so genuine connections, long-lasting friendships as well. Um, These two women here are a great example of that, even though they're not actually physically together in the same state. They're not even near each other within six hours, but they do a great job in maintaining um, a genuine sisterhood together. So first up, because I want to go ahead and get into this episode, because y'all, I literally could talk nonstop about their qualifications, about their resume. I mean, jam-packed. I'm talking overqualified, both of them. But first up, we have Kiana Stewart. She is a 3L at the Third Good Marshall School of Law out in Houston, Texas. Out in Texas. Yes, come on. <laughs> we also have Raven Morris with us, the amazing Raven. Yes, we do. If y'all have a conversation with, you, with her, I can promise you that she's going to drop some wisdom on you. In whatever conversation you may have, it's like, dang, she just... She, she, she knows. She is also a 3L. She attends University of Tennessee's College of Law in Knoxville, Tennessee. And I'm really excited for this episode. This is about to be a good one. So I hope you guys stay tuned to the end. It might be a little bit long because when we get together, we can talk. <laughs> but it is. It's going to be a good one. Stay tuned. So I'm really excited about this week's episode. Um, Like I said, in season one, I talk about both of these amazing women and how uh, we met at Dillard and we were involved in some of the similar things in the pre-law program. And we are going to get into that um, right now. So Kiana, Raven, thank you both for um, being here this week on this podcast episode. I'm really excited to get into all the details about your friendship, also about, you know, your journey um, through law school as well. So before I guess we get into the questions, I'll start with um, Raven first. Could you give us a little um, quick one to two minute um, summary about how your law school journey has been so far? Well, hello, guys. I'm Raven, like Madison said. And again, Madison, thank you for having me and Keon on your podcast. I'm really excited about it and answering your question my journey to law school um it's been it's been pretty good it's been a journey that's an appropriate Mm -hmm. word to describe it it's been a lot of growth um like I feel like I'm a very different person than I was my 1L year or just coming to law school in general when we graduated um, from Dillard University to now like I feel like I'm I'm different like law school changed me allowed me to grow uh for 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 the better so um, I think that pretty much sums it up. Obviously, we'll go more into detail about specifically what that journey looked like, but pretty much mm-hmm. it's been it's been a journey. It's been a journey. It's been a learning experience and grateful to be here. Yeah. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Kiana, how has your experience so far um, been in Texas? Well, once again, thank you so much, Madison Tory, for inviting us. It's definitely a pleasure. Um, Law school has been a learning experience just from 1L year to where we are now, all of us being 3Ls one more semester. I've learned so much about myself. I've learned so much about the world. I've learned so much about the law. And so just getting this newfound perspective has been enlightening to say the most, but it definitely has been hard too. It's not easy. I wouldn't mm-hmm. say this experience has been easy at all. 
you know, I, I'm really glad that uh, you guys both explained that it's a journey. It's a learning process. You know, it's not something that's easy. It's not for the faint of heart. Because I think going into law school, I had I had that perspective. And I'm like, I know it's not going to be easy. I know it's going to be difficult. But it wasn't until after first semester when I really realized uh, that this is this is a beast. This is something different. And I'm curious, like, how did you guys feel after completing your first semester? Because I was done. Like, I was burnt out. I wish I would have taken um, a year between undergrad and law school because I was completely exhausted after that first semester. How did um, Mm -hmm. you feel, um, Kiana? So I actually did take a year off. So I graduated in May of 2018, and then I attended law school in fall of 2019. And I was still burnt out. You know, so don't, you know, just think, oh, just because I went straight through, I just, uh, I don't know what I'm doing. No, this law school in general, going to law school in itself is already, you know, a big achievement. But after that first semester, I kind of felt like, okay, I got through the first semester. I can get through the rest of the semesters in a sense. Like, okay, I did it. I came this far. Like I said, it's not easy, but I don't think I ever wanted law school to be easy, but that I would get stronger. So I was like, okay, I have to get stronger. I have to get better. I can do this. And then we went back for the next semester and we were only there for about a good, strong month, you know, in class. And then the pandemic hit. So then it was like, okay, so I'm still strong, but now I have to be stronger. And it's a different type of strong now that we're online and everything. But after that first semester, I was, I felt good. I was like, okay, I, I can do this. That's good. Um, Raven, tell us a bit about your experience after your first semester. So I think after my first semester, and I went I went straight through, um, like you all know that, that I, um, you know, graduated from Dilly and then went straight on to law school. So I don't think I probably thought after the first semester was up, like, I wish I had a break because I honestly think I needed to go ahead and go straight through. I still, you know, I think that was a good decision. But the first semester was tough. It was hard. You know, it was really, it was really difficult, you know, because it was a learning curve. Like here I am in a city that I'm not familiar with that is not nearly as diverse as Dillard was or where I'm from Memphis is. So it was just a lot for me to, I guess, um, get adjusted to in addition to the learning curve of law school, you know, like being in those really big classes um, which is very much different from the classes that we had at Dillard. Mm-hmm. Um, so after I finished the first semester, I was definitely tired, you know, like I think probably throughout the first semester, I always, when people ask me how law school was, I was like, this is the hardest thing I've ever done. And I know I'm, I know I'm young, but up until this point in my life, I felt like law school was like the hardest thing I had ever done. Now I haven't said that probably Like this year, I probably haven't like described law school that way, but I do remember describing Mm -hmm. law school that way my entire 1L year, like it's a challenge, you know, you know, I'm just trying to learn and get through it every day. That's pretty much what it was. Um, So after my 1L year, after, you know, I was done, I probably just, I felt relieved almost when I found out that we weren't going to be back in person for spring for uh for spring break after spring mm-hmm. break like we weren't going to mm-hmm. back in person because I felt like I needed a break like I don't know what my law school experience would have been if we didn't have the break in the pandemic because I was going I was going to do it regardless so it's like you don't really know how you would have you know rose up to the occasion had it not been but I am appreciative of that break like I felt like mm-hmm. I needed it like, I felt like I was able to get a little more rejuvenation, spend time with family. You know, like, I was isolated, far away from yeah. everyone. Like, it was, like, kind of refreshing for that, you know, to have that break. But obviously, it lasted for a while. <laughs> um, but it was good, you know, learning, growing, reflecting. I did a lot of reflecting after my um, first semester. Because, you know, you get your grades back, and you're trying to figure out, yeah. you know, depending on how you did, like, whoo, do I not want a semester like that again, or do I? You know, did I really do my best? Did I do everything that I could? You know, um, what can I learn from this experience? Like I did a lot of reflecting, just trying to make sure that I was really, you know, doing everything that I could to be successful. 
Mm-hmm. That's so good. I think so many people after their first semester can learn so much from that and part of reflecting whenever get, they get those grades back. Because I feel like it can go one or two ways. You know, you're reflecting or you see the grades, you're not happy, and you kind of go into this downward spiral of mm-hmm. just like, oh, I should have done this, I should have done that. And then you kind of get into this negative space of, oh, now I can't apply to these jobs and, and things like that. But taking a different approach, you just reflect like, what work did I put in to see this outcome? That's so healthy. Um, but I really want to get into y'all's friendship. So um, I know that people would love to hear. Tell us about the beginning. How did you guys meet? Obviously at Dillard. Um, but what was it about the both of you when you guys realized, okay, this is a friendship I can see really um, becoming something even more. My best friend, my sister, my ride or die. When did you guys kind of have that moment? Well, Kiana, I, can, I feel like oh. you, yeah, you could tell us, you could tell them about like how we first met and stuff. Okay, so I met Raven my sophomore year at Dillard in 2015. And out that semester, well, that entire year, I was an RA, a residential assistant. So this happened in the summer before fall 2015. And so I was. I was a cheerleader at Dillard once upon a go. And so one of my cheer sisters reached out to me and was like, hey, girl, um, you're, I know who your roommate is. Do you mind if I give her your contact information? And I'm like, roommate? You know, RAs don't have roommates. Who are you talking about? But yeah, go ahead and give it to her, you know, so we can get this issue resolved. And then so she reached out, Raven reached out, and she was like, hey, I'm Raven. I'm going to be your roommate. You know, just very personable and just trying to figure out who your roommate is before you all meet each other and move in. And I was like, oh, girl, thanks, but no, I don't have a roommate. I'm not really sure what the mix-up is. I'm so sorry. I hope you find your roommate. Then I forget when move-in date was, when move-in was. But, you know, it's always we're supposed to be in the hallways, mm-hmm. helping each other, helping people move in, talking to, I'm about to the client, talking to the residents and everything. <laughs> and then, so, Raven, this is where you could pick up. So, yeah. go ahead. Yeah. So, you know, I had, I think when I reached out and text Kiana, that was like, obviously, I had just graduated high school. This was like the summer before we were moving in. Mm-hmm. So, uh, whenever move-in day was in 2015, I remember um, walking into Camphor Hall, because that's where I was staying, and it was me and my mom, and Kiana was sitting at the table in, like, the lobby. Now, I didn't know it was her when I walked in, but after, you know, you walk up to the RAs, and you're like, hi, I'm Raven, you know, trying to get your key to your room and stuff. She said that she was Kiana, and in that moment, I was like, oh, this was Kiana, but I didn't say anything then. Mm-hmm. Like, I just, you know, just went ahead went on went on about it you know went in my room moved in and stuff but because Kiana was Kiana ended up like she was already on my hall so she like lived two mm-hmm. doors down um from me from from me so like you know RAs when they do room checks and just check it in that's how kind of we really our first like interactions with each other but like mm-hmm. I don't think it came about like I didn't share until it was like it was probably still early in the first semester but it was one time Kiana came to me in my roommate's room and I was like, you know, I'm Raven. Like I was, you know, the one who texted you over the summer and was like, pretty much, um, I was going to be your roommate, da, da, da. And I just remember Kiana was like, oh my God, that was you. And I'm like, yep. You know, and I don't really know like the details of like what happened, but like, right. Kiana, we were always, you know, like Kiana would come to, come mm-hmm. to me in my roommate's room all the time. You know, like we'll just be talking and stuff like that. And you know, and kind of, we just really started hanging out from that, like from that, mm-hmm. that whole like interaction, we just really started hanging out. What point in your friendship um, did you realize that, okay, this is one of those friends that don't always come along so often that you really want to hold on to a relationship with? Well, I can, I can go first. So Kiana, uh, I like she, re- she, she uh, stood out to me. Um, in the group of like you know people at Dillard at the time mm-hmm. and like the people that I was hanging around with the group of people that I was hanging around with and obviously I was a freshman so I met Kiana my freshman year but Kiana had already been at Dillard for a year um, mm-hmm. and uh, she just really uh, stood out um, around like I said in the group of people that I was hanging around at the time and specifically the uh, the specific moment <laughs> and I think we both like talked about it like like that was like a common like we both at that moment decided like yeah 
I like right. You know, mm-hmm. even though in that moment we probably didn't know that, you know, mm-hmm. but we both thought about it, and that was the moment. Like when we shared it, and I don't know when we shared it because we always talking. Right. <laughs> we were like, oh my god, that's like the exact same time on the mm-hmm. you could Well, you could start. So, yeah, just <laughs> backing off of what Raven is saying. You know, so kind of when you get to school, you ha- you hang out with a big group of people. And so Raven was one of the people in the big group of friends. And kind of like Raven is saying, she just stood out. It was instances when I just was like, oh, yeah, I like the way she thinks. Or, oh, yeah, I like the way she did that. Or, oh, yeah, I understand why she did that. But out of everybody in the group, it always seemed like it was just us two that were always on the same page. So. This particular incident, we were all just in the dorms, we're in camper, and everybody just happened to be hungry, you know, late night college students, we don't have enough money for everybody to go to Roof Chris, so we're like, okay, y'all, where we want to go, everybody's hungry, what are we going to do? And I thought Raven was always solution-based, it's like, okay, everybody is in here complaining, what are we going to do? And I'm sitting there, and I think at this time, everybody else was freshmen. I think I was the only sophomore in that specific group. And so I'm like, okay, well, I know what I want to do. I don't know what the rest of everybody else wants to do. And me and Raven, I feel like, you know, when um, you give each other that look. And like I said, this was early on in the friendship. It's like a look. Yeah, it was very early on in the friendship. It's like we gave each other that look and it was like, you trying to do what I'm trying to do? You trying to do what I'm trying to do? And it's like ever since then, anytime we're together in a big group, or it could just be us two, you know, individually, well, together. And it's like, yeah. Mm-hmm. And I don't know, it's just like something about it. Like, you just know. It's like we always seem to be on the same page. Like, we understand each other so much, you don't even have to say anything. So at that moment, I think that was one of the instances I was like, oh, yeah, I think I'm going to be her friend for a very long time. <laughs> Do you know, I was thinking about that before, like before we got on this podcast, uh, we were actually on the phone before Madison, and then I had to stop because I started doing some work, but I was thinking, I said, you know, there was never a point where I like asked Raven to be my best friend. It wasn't like, Raven, will you be my best friend? Or let me take you out and I'm going to pop the question. It was never anything like that. It just, go ahead. Right. So during your time at Dillard, I definitely thought that both of you two were political science majors. I didn't know that it was just Raven, you were the political science major, and Kiana, you were mass communications. I had no idea because, I mean, both political science club, mock trial, lead program, all of those things geared towards, you know, the legal field. So, Kiana, could you give us some background as to, you know, exactly the mass communications part? Let's give some backstory. Let's give some backstory for the people. Okay, so... I went to um I went to Dillard in fall of 2014. My goal was to become a news anchor. I was going to move to Atlanta. I wanted to work for CNN. I was going to be a news anchor. So I'm in the communications route. You know, I'm taking all the communication classes, electives, uh-huh. X, Y, and Z. So I meet Raven my sophomore year. We hit it off. We're doing this. We're doing that. Raven was in the pre-law uh, program. And just this random day, she's like, Kiana, come with me to this uh, mock trial informational. Oh, wow. Girl, I don't want to go to no mock trial informational. She's like, come on, it'll be fun. (laughs) And so, you know, just, okay, this is my friend. I trust her. Like, okay, let me go. Baby, and from that day to this one, we've been going. Literally. Mm -hmm. Right. She joined the mock trial team. Mm -hmm. Then I joined the mock trial team. Yep. Was it it that point when you were on the mock trial team and you started doing some things in the pre-law program. Is that when you realized, okay, this law field yeah. is something. Wow, Raven, look at you. 
You introduced him. <laughs> I mean, look at God. Look at God. Look at him working through people. That is yeah. wild. Okay, I, had, I thought you knew that. Yeah. I had no idea. <laughs> right. I Medicine, mean, thought you were in the. <laughs> right. She's like, yeah, well, political science made no man. No mm-hmm. idea. No, mm-hmm. I oh pretty much, goodness. I pretty much convinced her because I was like, you know, you want to do journal, you know, mock trial, you know, public speaking. You're gonna speaking, learn how to speak girl, really well, you know. I was like, everybody needs those skills. Come on, mm-hmm. and that was, you know, you know, it's history now, and here we are. Exactly. Wow. And then Madison, wow. you were on the team, right? I probably even recruited Madison. Like <laughs> I was, <what> you <laughs> right? See, <laughs> you definitely did. After, yeah, I remember after the first year, because um, Raven, you really basically started the team. Um, I remember Miss Kimbra was like, yeah, y'all two basically said this is something, you know, we need on the campus mm-hmm. for the pre-law program and mm-hmm. um, got it started from there. And then from there with the lead program, um, right. with mm-hmm. the lead program and then connections with everyone in the New Orleans community with the Martinet Society um, through the applications process with Mrs. Kimbrough and even Judge Reese. Yeah. It's oh, it's wild just all the connections. Sure. Right. The connections that um, we all have, but specifically the both of you guys have with the law and how in a way I feel like the law has brought both of you all closer together. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think so. Sure. Because, yeah, because we probably wouldn't know. Like, you don't have the advantage of knowing, like, if Kiana didn't go to law school or she didn't, you know, like, we don't know what would have happened, but this is mm-hmm. what happened. And, right. You know, right. And here we are, you know, thriving. Thriving. <laughs> Supporting each other. Yeah. Hey, we just thank God. We thank God. Mm-hmm. But the lead program, like, the pre-law program at Dilly, like, is really just amazing. Amazing. Unmatched. Unmatched. Like, unmatched. Like, even going through law school. Yeah. I am really surprised by how privileged uh, we were Mm -hmm. to be a part of that pre-law program because 1L year, speaking with other 1L students, some of the things they didn't know and what they did know Mm -hmm. or how they came into law school, I was surprised by because I just clearly I had this assumption that everyone knew some of the information Mm -hmm. I knew. Right. For sure. Yeah, that did make sense. For sure. Yeah. Privilege was the right word to use because when I entered 1L year, I'm thinking like everybody had something comparable to the lead program or, you know, they had uh, LSAT prep, law school prep. And people were like, no, I didn't have any of that. And I'm like, what? Right. And then so once I realized my privilege, I was very mm-hmm. just appreciative of it. I think clearly I was grateful for it while I was going through it. But after back going back to reflecting once I reflected on it I was like oh my goodness I had like a once in a lifetime chance and I didn't even realize it you know so I think yeah reflecting for sure once I realized that other people didn't have the same opportunities that we had I was like oh I didn't Mm -hmm. yeah but yeah the lead program the pre-law program at Delhi University top tier top tier top tier tier. (laughs) Top two, not two, okay? Man. Yeah. Oh, my God. And I even think, you know, like, and I definitely realize, that's why I said privilege, I echo, is a Mm -hmm. good word to use because even when, you know, like, you're talking to other, you know, now that we're in law school, trying to encourage other people to go to law school Mm -hmm. and stuff like that. And, you know, a lot of times people ask questions like, how did you prepare for the LSAT? How did you do this and that, this, that, and the other? And I'm like, wow. I'm really privileged because I had a whole program to like Mm -hmm. help mold me and help me get to that goal. When I'm trying to like encourage someone else to go to law school that isn't presented with that type of opportunity, I can find it hard to like figure out a way to like, okay, Mm -hmm. what should I suggest that they do? Because I'm like, Mm -hmm. you just need to go to dealer. You need to go to dealer and enroll (laughs) in the pre-law program. um, So you can get to law school because dealer is sending people to law school. It's sending black people to law school. Yeah. Mm-hmm. people are thriving in law school. Like, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? So it's just, it's definitely a privilege. It's a privilege. It is. It definitely is a privilege, you know, being grateful for our time at Dillard. It really, I think, shaped us and molded us into uh, 
um, who we would continue to evolve to be while in law school. I'm curious now, though, with your friendships, what are some of your priorities? You know, what are some of those non-negotiables that you guys have talked about? I kind of see friendships in a way as regular relationships. And I'm curious as to have you guys sat sat down with each other and talked about, you know, I expect my friend to be here for X, Y, and Z. I want to support you through this. What are y'all's thoughts on that uh, when it comes to values and characteristics in another person in your friendship? Go ahead, Ryan. Okay, so I I would say growth, you know, like like I said, me and Kiana met in 2015, you know, it's been like six, seven years now. But even though that may seem like a lot of time, it's really not a whole lot of time for me to be as close as I am with Kiana. Like, it feels like I could have known Kiana my whole life. Like, like even though, yeah, because it's like, I don't... It's like, it's crazy. Like, I don't feel like, I feel like I could have known Kiana my whole life. I'll just mm-hmm. leave it there. But I think like growing through the friendship over the years, like being a freshman in college, applying to law school, being a senior in college, being a 1L in law school, being, you know, like going through all those different stages, um, you learn each other. So it's less, I think it was less of, you know, like, like we probably never explicitly know said like this is something i value and da 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 but that's kind mm-hmm. of probably what attracted us to each other is because we valued similar things Absolutely. without even having to really explain it or express it um but i think you know like in any relationship you have to get to know the other person so it's Ooh, like yeah. you know what may what may work for kiana may not work for someone else or what may work for me may not work for someone else so it's like when you get to know a person and you know like you just get to know what someone likes, what they don't like, um, what they value and what they don't value. Like, you know, you get to like, even like love languages, like being able to express mm. certain things a certain way. Like, you know, like you could tell five people the same thing. Each person is not going to receive it the same way. So it's like, if I know Kiana likes this, so I say it like that, she's going to, you know, be receptive to it. But it's like, I probably didn't even have to put that much thought into it. Like as a freshman you know, first meeting Kiana, I probably wasn't even that thoughtful. It was just because we were able to connect based on the vibe of like (laughs) both of us, like the way that we both thought, the way that we both moved, you know, the way that we both were able to do things. Like we just probably just connected that way because we had similar, you know, just we looked at things similarly and things like that. So I think over time we probably just learned to be better friends to each other. Because I think that's probably another, not to say that we were like bad friends to each other, like, oh my God, Kiana was a terrible right, right, right. friend here. But it's like throughout the years, it's like you just continue to grow to be a better friend. Like, yeah. you know, like because you learn the person more and people need different things at different times in their life. So it's like you have to be flexible, you know, and give each other grace, you know, because maybe we mm-hmm. both live in lives, we're both living, you know, living lives and we're both, you know, very successful and ambitious people. So it's like we have things going on in our lives outside of, you know, our friendship. So I think that probably, I hope that answers the question. No, that does. That does. That was really good. Kiana, um, what was that like for you? So yeah, I honestly, I say the story of it all the time. I'm like, this friendship is literally God ordained, like mm. down to the T. Like in a sense, we're clearly, you know, different individuals, but we mesh so well together you know we have a lot of common interests like she was saying we value the same things I feel like it's easy to talk to Raven I don't have to try to pretend anything with her you know so it's just easy in a sense like not easy as in I take the friendship lightly or anything but just like it's almost like I can be comfortable I can be myself and I think when you're able to be that comfortable with somebody when you're able to be vulnerable with somebody the friendship does grow. You are able to be a better friend, you know, and then support too. I think we support each other. Like maybe when I say Raven, you know how they be like your number one cheerleader or something. Like, honestly, so I think that's big in our friendship too. And then even how, like you were saying before, Madison, when you were introducing us, how we live in separate states, we're not even six hours away from each other. I think my feels like, I think I looked at it, it was like 10 hours away or something. And how we're still able to be best friends. I used mm-hmm. to tell, I tell some of my friends here, I'm like, yeah, I'm like in a long distance relationship with my best friend. <laughs> and people think that's so crazy. They're like, 
what how is that how are you able to do that and I'm like it just happens you know we mm-hmm. just make it work so when I say this relationship is literally filled with purpose and with purpose and on purpose it is and I just <laughs> girl that's so good that's so good I just got a word that's why that's why I these people are still listening because I'm like ooh, just dropping gems but yeah like honestly that's mm-hmm. so that's so real. I think what, as an outsider looking in to y'all's relationship, just, you know, social media and all that other type of stuff, it's the first things that I always see is genuine. I think it's so mm-hmm. incredibly genuine. Um, the support that I see for y'all, for, for both of y'all, it's wild. It's unmatched. I mean, when I look in the dictionary of ride or die, I see Kiana. <laughs> Okay, that is what I see. I'm like, okay, period, period. Anyone talking mm-hmm. about anything? Okay, it's oh no, that's my friend. Da, 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 da. Oh, let me tell you about her. Like, okay, yes, that's that's the kind of the support um, that I think everybody should have in all mm-hmm. of their relationships because literally it is unmatched. But going mm-hmm. into law school, into these new spaces. Um, what was, I guess, getting into this community like for you and, um, did it test your relationship at all, your friendship, um, as you guys started in these new schools, you're figuring out, figuring out, okay, this is what my schedule looks like. I think I'm trying to develop some study patterns. Maybe you leaned on each other a bit more because, you know, you were in these new communities. Um, what was that like for you? Kiana, do you want to start, um, with what your experience was like a bit? Yeah, so going into law school, I definitely needed Ravens. Like, she was a big part of my law school experience just overall. You know, like she was saying earlier, we both. So I'm in law school in Houston, Texas. I didn't know anybody here. You know, I packed up all my stuff. I moved out of my mother's house. And I'm here in this big city by myself, not knowing anybody. So it's like, I really had to rely on what I knew. Like, okay, Raven's mm. not here, but I know she can still support me through this. So it's kind of like, I don't want to say drag, I dragged her through law school with me, but I kind of did. It was like, okay, Raven, if I'm going through it, you're going through it too. And not to be like a burden, you know, because you never want to be a burden on anybody. But it was kind of just like, okay, we're both doing law school. We both know we're going to need support. Mm-hmm. We both know X, Y, and Z. So let's just do it. So I don't think I probably never even asked, like, okay, Raven, well, do you mind if I talk about law school with you? I know we're both in law school, so <laughs> it was kind of just like, I think you can, so I think you have the capacity. I believe you have the willpower, so mm. let's, see what hap- let's, see, let's see what happens, and it happened, and it's, like I said, we three L's, and it's still happening, so yeah, I definitely couldn't have did law school without Raven. I definitely share those same sentiments. And honestly, it's an honor being Kiana's friend because Kiana is such a good friend to me. Like, like she makes me want to be a better friend to her. You know, like, even if she thinks like Raven is a great friend, but I'm always like, I want to be a great friend to Kiana because she's such a great friend to me. Um, and I definitely wouldn't have made it through law school if I didn't have Kiana. Mm-hmm. Um, because even though it's, I, I just, I don't know. Like, it just wouldn't have, it wouldn't have worked. Like, I probably would have lost my mind. If I didn't have Kiana, like to be able to talk to, you know, just have somebody who understands um, what you're going through, they yeah. can relate to what's going on. And I know that may seem crazy because it's like, you know, you're in law school, you're with a lot of people who should be able to relate to what you're going through. But no, <laughs> it's just not the same. Like, mm-hmm. you know, like law school in itself is one thing. But I always just said, like, being here in Knoxville, I felt different. Like, I just always felt different. I owned it. I didn't feel different in the sense of I don't belong. Mm-hmm. I just felt like, okay, I'm different. I'm adding something, a, a unique perspective um, and background to this law school and eventually to the legal profession. So I always, always notice differences, like, you know, even with the most common people. But, you know, yeah. it's just it's just good to have a person to be able to share just to be able to share experiences because me and Kiana aren't the same person, you know, mm-hmm. but we just mm-hmm. have so much in common and can just relate to just so much, even though we have very different law school experiences. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. we, we just, we just always, I guess, meet on a, 
you know, on a um, on a similar path. Like we always meet at the point of connection, not at the point of disagreement, if that makes sense. So I don't think law school mm. tested our relationship. I think it really brought us closer Maybe together. Stronger. Yeah. <laughs> it just it just really, you know, and uh Kiana just always showed up in a way in which I needed her. Like even if she didn't even if she didn't know. You know what I'm saying? That's why I said you probably, you know, like we were asking about like, you know, what do you value? Da, da, da. Like her just being who she is to me I was able to value, right. I was able to value it. And that's why, you know, our friendship works because she was just able to show up in ways that other people just could not. Mm -hmm. And she probably doesn't even know what she did, you know, but it's just like her being her, you know, like I just, I'm like, nobody else supported me or was able to show up for me the way Kiana has. Mm -hmm. And I just really appreciate that, you know? So Mm -hmm. definitely, definitely. mm -hmm. Go ahead. ahead. But yeah, and kind of like you said, when it's genuine, Madison, other people notice too. Yeah. So even though Raven's my best friend, you know, I still have friends that I've met in law school and I could just be out with them and I started talking about Raven. Like she's right there like, girl, why Raven? Or I'm calling Raven like, girl, why did this just happen? It's like she's so included in my life and everybody knows. You know what I'm saying? So when it's like you honestly mm-hmm. and genuinely like mm-hmm. somebody or you know you're appreciative of somebody it's like you're always speaking of them so it was never I don't think law school put like a strain on our relationship but it just like you said it made us mm-hmm. better it made us stronger and it's that's, evident that's good that is so good um well with making relationships outside of you all's friendship what was it like also, you know, going into law school, not knowing really anybody on campus and trying to foster relationships there? Did you lean on any particular organizations? I know I leaned on Balsa a lot. I met people mm. through there before I even started law school that I'm still mm. kicking it with. Um, I, yeah, I think if I wouldn't have met people through there, uh, my experience would have been a bit different. Um yeah, what was that like for you all? It was, I think it was a little difficult for me, I'll be honest. Um, because Knoxville and um, the University of Tennessee is not a diverse, it's not a diverse school at all. Um, there's only 10 black people, including myself and my graduating class, and it's 126 of us. So that just gives you, you know, an idea of just, you know, the climate of what's going on. So it, and many times, you know, like now being in upper division courses and stuff, now one day, you know, it's it's easy. I could be in a class and I'm the only black person. <clears throat> if I'm the only black person that signed up, I could be the only black person in the class. Um, so BALSA, definitely, the Black Law Student Association, if I wasn't able to, like, build relationships uh, through that whole organization or just uh, those those 10 people in my class, like, we're all, like, we all, you know, had a connection like they like bonded us together because of it. Cause we, we were literally all we had, like you didn't have a choice, but to lean on those people because mm. those were the 10 people that were played, you know, that we were all here, all coming from different, you know, different, um, different States and different things like that. And I definitely rely on that organization and those people, you know, to get through, to get through law school, you know, the mm-hmm. friends in school. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Kiana, was that the same for you? Yeah. So before I started law school, I went to Admitted Students Day. And so there I was able to meet about two people there. And then so those t- same two people, I stayed in contact with them over the summer. And then going into orientation, I saw them. So it was like I had a friendly face. I knew somebody. Mm-hmm. And then I believe most law schools are divided into sections. So then I was in my section. So then everybody in my like cohort, I was kind of, you know, starting relationships with, building friendships with, and then kind of just throughout, you know, matriculating through law school, you know, some people weave out, some new people come, yeah. but it's like, once you kind of find like those solid people, you typically, you know, mm-hmm. stay with those same solid people, but definitely BALSA, mm-hmm. we have an organization called ALSA, it's the African Law Student uh, Association, and just different organizations on campus, but those two main organizations definitely cultivate, you know, relationships and everything. What do you foresee um, as the future of your relationship? I'm curious as to where do you all plan on taking the bar? Um, are you guys going to be in the same city after graduation? 
at all. Um, what are some of your plans, you know, whenever the day finally comes and you get your diploma? Kiana? Mm-hmm. So I'm laughing because Raven always says, like, we can be neighbors one day. Like, just like thinking about in the future. She's like, we can literally be neighbors. And I'm like, that doesn't sound like a bad, you know, like, I'm not opposed to the idea, but I'm definitely uh, sitting for the bar in Texas. Texas is a UBE state, mm-hmm. so we all know what that means. But I'll be sitting yes. at the bar here in Texas. And I plan to stay in Texas. Um, me and a few of my colleagues actually are planning to open up our own firm here. So okay. I definitely see. Okay. Yes. Yes, ma'am. Yes, yes. 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 Mm-hmm. So at least for the, you know, foreseeable future, I plan to stay in Texas. But, you know, Raven should just move her happy hips down here so we can be neighbors. <laughs> Yeah, so it's like really, really, really sad because, you know, if I could have it my way, that definitely would happen. Like, I feel like, you know, but the plan is to take the Tennessee bar. Um, And, uh, you know, I didn't realize, honestly, how restrictive, you know, getting a law degree or like the legal profession was until like coming Mm -hmm. up with this type of, you know, this type of decision, you know, like I'm young, I don't have any children. So I'm like, you know, I can go anywhere. I can be anywhere, but it's like, no, (laughs) you can't just go anywhere or be anywhere. Like you have to take the bar in that specific state and you have to work, you know? So it's like, I've definitely entertained the thought of being in Texas. um, Cause I just think I would just have a good time being there, Mm -hmm. especially because Kiana, you know, like I just, (laughs) it would be a great time. Um, But like I said, I'm taking the Tennessee bar. It is a UBE state, but so we don't know where the future may hold. But right. uh, mm-hmm. and I have actually accepted uh, a clerkship that's going to start in August of 2022. All right. Come on! Oh my god! In Memphis. Ooh! Oh my god! You know what? You know what Miss Kimbrough would say right now? She would be like, "Y'all know how to get a job. If y'all know how to do anything, you can get a job." Yes, ma'am. <laughs> Congratulations to the both of you. That is, that's amazing. I mean, amazing, amazing. I know you both are most likely, you know, obviously going to visit each other throughout the years and you're going to have oh, for just sure. such a, an amazing friendship that it's going to continue to grow and that's going to continue to blow my mind on how it grows. I'm like, how do y'all get closer? How do y'all get even more? Like, dang. <laughs> Mm-hmm. but it's going to be amazing I'm so excited um, the last question that I have for you all is what advice do you have for maintaining a genuine co- connection and I ask this question not just for like law students um, but for anybody really for any type of friendship that they may have like oh I have this friend she's amazing we've been friends for X amount of years but how do you maintain that genuine connection? Because I think you two do that so well where you're just so comfortable and honest around each other. Um, Raven, let's start with you. So I think, I don't know if I mentioned thoughtfulness in the beginning or at some point, but I just want to echo that. Um, I think genuine connection, first off, it requires two people. So two people have to be intentional about, you know, growing and being a good friend to each other. Like mm-hmm. it takes two people to thrive in a relationship can't just be one. So, you know, if two people are thoughtful um, and care and are genuinely, you know, genuinely wants to see the other person succeed and wants to be the other person's friend, I feel like it's kind of probably, I won't say it's easy because it depends on the person, but at least for us, it was easy. It was easy to be genuine because I don't know, we just, you know, really vibed like that. Um, And it was one thing that I wanted to mention. Oh, so it's like when you like when you were talking about like being open and like how we're able to speak with one another. That's only because of how each of us receives what each other, you know, how when we tell each other things. So like Mm. I always will say, like, I'm probably the type of person it's hard for me to open up to people. Like I probably don't share a whole lot with a lot of people, you know, like or it's hard for me to make friendships, to be honest, like Mm -hmm. because I'm just such a genuine type person. Like I, I don't care to like, you know. I don't know. But anyways, like anytime I would like open up or say something to Kiana, I never felt judged by it. Like I could be vulnerable with her um, in a way in which I couldn't be with other people 
And I didn't have to fear that she was going to use it against me or treat me differently or view me any less, any less of who I was because of it. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think that only can happen because of who she is, you know, how she accepted. So it's like, it's hard to like explain, you know, what someone else, you know, could do. But when you, when you share something with someone and you have that type of, like, you're going to know, like, you're going to know, like, you know, that, yeah, I can really talk to her. I can really share this with her. And that's probably part of the reason why, you know, like some of the other other relationships I have, like probably aren't as close because I probably just don't feel comfortable sharing, you know, yeah. certain things, you know, like that's probably an indication of my friendship with you is like the type mm-hmm. of things that I share with you because I probably only share like Kiana knows things about me that people in my family and no one else knows, you know? Yeah. So it's like, you know, that's probably one of the indicators. I know you mentioned earlier about like, like, I'll know that you're a close friend just based on that. Mm-hmm. Being able to do that. Um, so I think you just have to be thoughtful. And I know you said, how do you be genuine? But it's like, you have to be genuine. I don't really know like how else to describe being genuine other than like the yeah. examples that you all have heard of like, you know, like the things that happen, you know? And also mm-hmm. I just want to shout out Kiana again, one more time before we end. <laughs> um, so Earlier, I think you asked, and I didn't. I don't think I really answered, but uh, you know, like it's important to have a friend that you can look up to, that you can mm-hmm. be motivated by, and that you can, you know, aspire to be. You know, like that's one of the reasons why I knew I wanted to be Kiana's friend. Like even if she didn't know she wanted to be my friend, when I knew I wanted to be hers, whenever that moment <laughs> happened, even if it was different, you know, like it was the same, that same moment, that story we shared. But it was like other, you know, moments that happened yeah. throughout our friendship where I was like. Oh no, like I like the way she thinks. I like the way that she, you know, that she carries herself. I like the way she handles things. I like the way that she handles tough situations. Like I I hope one day that I could be faced with this problem and be able to, you know, be this strong, continue to move forward. You know, like I think it's important to have friends that you can look up to and that you can aspire to. So it's a blessing to have a friend like Kiana. Everyone should definitely, you know, you'll be blessed if you can get a friendship like this because your life is going to prosper because of it. Mm. Well, yes. Thank you so much, Raven. <laughs> no but yeah, definitely just to add to, because I agree with everything she said, I always say God can't bless the person you pretend to be. So mm-hmm. it's like to have genuine connections and relationships with people, I don't think you should pretend. You shouldn't try to like put on a facade or I think they'll like me if I do this. If I have this, they'll like me. It's like when you're trying, it's not genuine. So when you're just yourself and you're open and transparent which I'm still working on because how Raven was saying she might not share I really don't share just on you know just being honest on here mm-hmm. but I do try to share with Raven like if I'm going to share with anybody else it'll be Raven I'm going to tell Raven before I even think about ever telling you know family or whoever it's like okay well if I tell Raven you know it's settled you know so it's kind of like <laughs> That's the, you know, the pin person, the point person, point of contact. But yeah, I think if you're just honest and transparent with people and you may want to be somebody's friend and they may not have the same sentiments, you know, like the feeling may not be mutual, but as long as you hold up your end and you're doing what you're supposed to do, you're being who you are, when a genuine relationship comes, it's going to come and you won't have to force it. I don't think I ever tried to force being Raven's friend. Like I never thought, oh, I just really want her to like me, so I'm going to not be myself because I know she likes this type of thing or she likes that. No, I just I was just myself, and she was accepting of that, and so it works. And like she was just saying with thoughtfulness and stuff, I'm sorry, Matt, I don't know how much time we have, but I just have like... Girl, we got all the time. Instant. Come so, on. Okay. <laughs> I remember one time, remember, I don't even think I told you this, one time we were talking about like birthdays and stuff, and I was like, mm. you know, people can just give me money. You know, I'm just like, because I'd rather you give me something I know I'm going to want or just give me money and I can buy, purchase what I would like. So yeah. I was like, yeah, you know, money's nice. And I think that same year I had got her some money for her birthday. Like I had, uh, I don't know how much it was, but I had gave her some money for her birthday. And then so she said that. And I was like, oh, okay. Well, she wasn't necessarily saying like, oh, can I no, money? Right. I don't like no, no, right. Like, okay, so me being thoughtful, I'm just like saying this as advice. Like now you, your friend has told you something, you know, you reflect on it, you think about it. And I'm like, okay. She don't like money for her birthday. What's something thoughtful I can get her, you know, and will she be more accepting of it or whatever? And so then the next year I got her something and she thought it was really nice. And she was like, oh my gosh, I can't believe X, Y, and Z. So 
Oh, okay, yeah. So oh. I got her a charm bracelet. Yes. Yeah, with mm-hmm. a sunflower. And it has, yeah, Wait. with sunflowers. Kiana, no, I love sunflowers. And she also got this anchor charm. And it's like, mm-hmm. you know, a God ordained friendship. So God is like at the center of our relationship. Mm-hmm. Um, and the anchor is was the word for the year um, that Mike Todd pretty much mm. said. In Transformation Church, we both watch Transformation Church, so mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah, it was definitely really thoughtful. But Kiana, you know, I love money too, girl. Like, right. I will definitely, <laughs> I will use, I use that money because it was also thoughtful. Like, it came with a note. You had a purpose for the money, like, right, right, you know right. what I'm saying? Well, just, oh, I forgot like, to get you something here, some money. No, right. it was definitely thoughtful. It yeah. was still thoughtful, right? So I'm just but, saying, like, when people talk, you just have to listen and yeah. be observant. I think that's another way you can have genuine relationships when people talk listen to them they're not just you know rambling Mm -hmm. that's the reason (laughs) right well thank you both so much so much for talking with me I love that this was just a conversation um and that this is going to give people insight as to what you know both of your experiences have been through law school what your friendship is like hopefully they can experience that as well Um, throughout their journey and have that support system in their life because it's so so incredibly important congratulations to the both of you not just on your future plans but for being here and present in this moment it is a huge accomplishment to be where you are right now um, living and breathing one Um, but to law school y'all worked hard to get to this point um, you too, Madison. So. You too. I was about to say, Madison, congratulations to that you. Me. <laughs> <laughs> this is just me saying thank you and congratulations. Yes. Congratulations yes. to everybody. To you. Yes. <laughs> My right. goodness. Uh, but thank you all so much for listening in on this week's episode of Soon to Be Esquire. This is it. This is the last episode of the season. So thank you guys for tuning in this entire time. Season four. We'll start in January. Um, Look out on the Instagram for when the exact date will be. And stay tuned. Thanks for listening, y'all. Have a good one.